Hey, everybody. Welcome back to D3 Glory Days on the Sidious Mag Podcast Network. Today's episode will be a 2021 year-in review episode. Noah and I sit down to discuss our favorite episodes from the year, preview what's to come in 2022, and give a few little nuggets of news throughout the episode. I wanted to jump on here really quickly to summarize some of that news as it's scattered throughout the episode, and there's a chance you may not get to it. First things first, we're going to launch a Patreon. You know, this past cross-country season has been a blast, bringing you live coverage, up-to-date rankings, and all of that. However, it was a massive undertaking. We brought on some riders. We added some subscriptions to the mix. We needed some different equipment, and all that takes a little bit of money. And this has been a labor of love from the get-go. And so if you're able and willing, we would love for you to become a Patreon and help support us, help back D3 Glory Days become even better in 2022. We never want to go behind a paywall, and this is one avenue to make sure we never do that. So if you feel inclined and you like what we're doing, Go to patreon.com backslash D3 Glory Days. Become a Patreon and we will be forever indebted. Chris Chavez over at Sidious Mag says this is basically buying him a coffee or a lunch. So think of it that way. If you like what we're doing, help support us. Buy us a coffee, buy us a lunch, and we'll continue to bring you the D3 running coverage you're looking for. Another note, we are looking for some more writers whether it's one-off or, or joining the staff. If you have an idea and want to pitch us one, we have some new guidelines that we have for our writers. So send us an email at hosts at d3glorydays.com or d3glorydays at gmail.com. Either or works. Send us your pitch. Let us know what you want to write about. We're also looking for a track and field writer, primarily in the sprints, throws, jumps, hurdles, you know, something that's not distance running. We need a little bit more help there. So if you're interested, send us an email, hosts at d3glorydays.com or d3glorydays at gmail.com. Again, thank you to everyone who's been supporting us, listening to us, has helped us grow. The biggest Christmas gift or holiday gift that you can give us is telling a friend, writing a review on Apple Podcasts. Let's make D3 Glory Days even bigger in 2022. Until then, here's to the glory days. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to D3 Glory Days, the number one rated Division Three podcast on the Sidious Mag podcast network. We are at the top of the pile. It feels good. Uh, joined, as always, by Stu. Stu, how are you doing? Hey, Noah. I'm doing great. It's the shareholders meeting, our favorite episode of the year. How are you? Good. Yeah, finally kind of relaxing after a lot of travel and gearing up for the holidays here at home. It's nice to be back on the podcast. I feel like it's been a little while since people heard from me. Yeah, we had you at for Cassie and Alex, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. been a bit. Didn't realize how much effort we put into the cross country season and taking a step back there for the last month has been a little nice to refresh, recharge for both of us. And we've been chatting about what's next for us coming in 2022. And we got some exciting things on the docket. So we're going to kind of rehash what happened in 2021 
preview what's to come in 2022. As always, it's a shareholders meeting. So we want you to be in the know as much as possible. Yeah, we were kind of talking some stats off air. And so this is our third year of doing the podcast or second full year of doing the podcast. Uh, Last year in 2020, we released 19 episodes. This year in 2021, we released 42 episodes. So uh, a pretty unprecedented growth. And that's just on the podcast side. And you've also spent a lot of time on our website and social media stuff, getting content up there too. Yeah, I didn't realize we put out that many episodes until we had it counted up, but fun to see it grow so much. I think the biggest change was when we joined Sidious Mag Podcast Network in March and moved to that weekly schedule and cadence and that and that seemed to help too. And you know, a big shout out to everyone who wrote for d3glorydays.com. Primarily, you know, we relied heavily on Emily Richard. She took a a boatload of articles on her back and and put together some great previews and recaps, but everyone else too did a great job. Maddie Barr did an excellent job with our graphics and Seneca Norvell really hit home on the heartstrings of our cultural pieces for d3glorydays.com. Yeah, and I was going to say along those lines, if there's any listeners out there who have ideas that they might want to write for the website, they're welcome to send us a pitch to our email and, you know, we can kind of go from there if, if we like the idea. Yeah, that great transition. We work together to kind of come up with a guideline, so to speak, of what we're looking for on to put on the website. And so, yeah, if you're interested, send us an email, d3glorydays.com. If you're in the know and can remember this, hosts at d3glorydays.com, also another email address as well. We'll send you over what we're looking for in our articles as we hope to branch out a little bit more. We're really looking for track and field side of things. So that's sprinters, hurdlers, field events, obviously throwers fall into the field events. So anyone that has interest in that, we're really looking to branch out from our distance routes and get a little bit more involved on the field and sprint side of things. So hit us up in the email. We'll get you some information as well. Yeah. So back to the, you know, kind of theme of year in review, we did a similar podcast last year and Stu and I kind of went through and we talked about some of, you know, our favorite moments or favorite episodes on the podcast this year. I I think It's also maybe worth talking about how different the podcast was this year. We really branched out. Um, We definitely did those long form weekly interviews and we'll talk about those. But D3 Glory Days also, you know, kind of made an attempt at tackling, uh, you know, real time coverage and what was going on in Division Three week by week. Um, So that that was a huge undertaking. Stu gets most of the credit for that. weekly rankings. We interviewed race champions. We did, you know, pre-meet stuff heading into nationals and post-regionals. Yeah, Steve, why don't you kind of talk about that transition and why we started pursuing, you know, current coverage in addition to what we were already, already doing. Yeah, that was definitely a big shift. And I know for a lot of the loyal listeners who are alums, you know, maybe we're like, where are the long form interviews? Don't worry, they're coming back. But it kind of goes back to why we started the podcast in the first place. There's always this lack of coverage of D3 running in general. And, you know, the podcast was hopefully to bring a void to that or 
to fill the void of the lack of coverage and tell stories that may not have been told in that time. And as we kind of got into this cross country season, as it came back, you know, I feel like everyone loves D3 cross country who runs in D3 and cross country in particular. And it just felt like a good time to shed light on what's been going on. There are a lot of storylines this year that maybe didn't get picked up and rankings. It was fun to just have a, a voice in the D3 realm this year and, and give people some shout outs and some credit, you know, there's still not a whole lot of coverage out there and we're hoping to fill that still, but the idea that D3 running can be viewed like D1 running or just have more coverage, like some of the bigger sports is possible. And, you know, we're just getting started there and hopefully the current athletes and current coaches enjoyed it. Obviously, you know, it was something that we wanted to bring as a sense of spice to the division and, and have people be proud to be ranked on D3 glory days, even if you weren't, you know, that was just something that we were hoping to, you know, bring in the conversation. I think we got a lot of comments in their Instagram sections, a lot of DMs saying we're sleeping on teams, but that was the whole goal was just to bring a conversation to light uh, versus, you know, going on let's run message board and saying why, you know, who knows what they even say. I haven't gone on there in a while, but yeah, stay, stay off. Let's run. It's just, I think everybody listening here should sit just, that's, that's an important lesson. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. It just, yeah. We just wanted to make sure that D3 running is exciting and showing that it is more than what maybe the stigma of D3 running is if there is any out there. Yeah. I, I think it was interesting because obviously this podcast begun because we identified a void and people just telling stories of division three runners like people would graduate go on do cool things and just nobody would ever talk about it because nobody was really paying too close of attention and then we also identified the void and just like the week by week coverage and so it's like then how do you get one podcast to do both things and I think 2021 was really our first stab at kind of doing both and I mean, from my perspective, I think it went extraordinarily well. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was definitely hectic uh, trying to turn out some of that content week by week. I, you know, I, especially some of the rankings, we'd collaborate on it and I don't envy the coaches association for, with what they do. Cause it, you know, you get to that 20 to 32 range and it's like, this is, this is hard, but you know, there, we've seen things that happen in the rankings, like a team won't race and you know, they get dropped out. We did that. And so I think we learned a lot too, from what we were, were doing and yeah, it was exciting. It was just fun to ha- see the comments, see what people were talking about. And you could tell we grew a lot over social media. And I think just there is an avenue for us to continue that. And I think we learned a lot from it. And so I'm excited to kind of continue that in cross country next year. I don't know if we can do the same thing with track just because, track is so much longer and this isn't our full-time jobs, but we'll, you know, we'll still do our best to bring you up-to-date coverage and, but don't get too excited about what we didn't cross happening in track because that's a massive undertaking. Well, you know, people could always head over to the website and hit that donate button if they want to uh, contribute to the, uh, (laughs) contribute to the mission of expanding coverage. Yeah. And that's another good point too. You can definitely make a one-time donation on Venmo. We're actually now starting a Patreon as well. 
This is breaking news to Noah, but I've been figuring it out behind the scenes. And so we're going to have that I'm, as well. Just I'm just to, seeing dollar signs right now. I'm just seeing yeah. dollar signs in front of my eyes. This is great. <laughs> yeah, this has been a labor of love. And I think the cross country season has really uh, shown what we could do with a little bit more resources, uh, you know, brand new website that takes some money, you know, editing tools that takes some money. So paying our writers, you know, that takes some money. So if you're interested, you've enjoyed what we're doing, head to our Patreon. It'll be in the bio. You can be a monthly member. And for those that listen to Sidious Mag podcast, think of it as buying us a coffee, buying us lunch, paying for some subscriptions that we need in order to bring out some of this content as well. It goes a long way. You know, we do this for you all and for us to continue to invest in what we're doing. You know, we need a little bit of help. It's weird asking for donations, but it really goes a long way. And we really appreciate the support we've received so far. Uh, and we really think we can take this to another level with some backing. So thank you all for what you're doing. And, and if you're feeling inclined and are able, feel free to be a Patreon. On that, I think maybe we take a little break right here and Stu and I compile our top three lists of favorite podcasts for the year. And then we come back and see what each other said. We did that last year. I thought that was kind of fun. So do you maybe want to roll the, the hold music here and then we'll we'll come back in, in 10 seconds with our with our top three list. back. You know, this is always a, a hard decision to make because you don't want to offend any of our guests because we're all great. They're all, we're all great. great. Everyone wins. Everyone gets a participatory medal uh, because you came on D3 Glory Days podcast, but we have to be decisive in our takes. That's one thing I learned in, from the CrossFit season. We had to be decisive. We got to stick to something, say it, speak it, to the, speak it into existence and let it and see what happens. It's true. But however, I will, pre- I will say it is difficult to choose because you, we did invite these people on. So we like everyone, but they're sometimes like our, they're like our children. Yes. In a, in a way, <laughs> but we have to choose. All right. Stu. All right we're going three, two, one, right? Uh, yeah. We're going to go three, two, one. So why, why don't you give me your number three favorite episode of 2021? Number three, my favorite episode of 2021. And I feel like this it kind of embodies what the D3 experience is and what it does after graduation. You got to keep the dream alive, which is why I, number three, choose Alex Burks out of SUNY Geneseo. For those that rec- don't remember, Alex was, you know, a fairly, you know, good D3 runner. I think he was, what, maybe one time All-American at best. I'm blanking off the top of my head here, but really stuck with it out East joined the lost boys track club or was affiliated with them and just really stuck to his guns and continued running after college. And during, during when races were canceled, he did this uh, marathon where he just ran super well, where he ran two sixteen all by himself for the most part. And just listening to what, you know, his story is and what he wants to do with running it was inspiring in that sense. And he moved now, since then he's moved out West to Colorado. He took a stab at CIM. You know, it sounds like he blew up a little bit, but he went for it. And uh, I know he'll be back, but really enjoyed that conversation and just what he wants to do with running after his D3 career. 
yeah, one of the just most genuine, like nice guys in the sport, like super dedicated to his craft. And um, I talked to him a little bit after CIM and he said like once he saw the Olympic trials marathon standard come out, he just decided that CIM, he was just going to go for broke and see what happens and then refocus trying to get the standard. So he's definitely a guy who will be around, I think, for the next three, four year cycle. And so, you know, keep an eye on him. My number three pick, I'm going to start off by, by cheating a little bit because I'm, I'm picking a series that we did and just combining it into one episode. But this was our Nebraska Wesleyan four Pete series. We did how many episodes did we do four, four episodes on this? Yep. Four. Yeah. Four episodes on this. And so to jog your memory that Nebraska Wesleyan women's four by four squad won seven straight national titles in the four by four. And we went through every different iteration of this team. We talked to both the coaches it was super inspirational to see not just what goes into building a national championship caliber relay, but what goes into maintaining that national caliber relay and the kind of culture you have to create where you can just, you lose somebody, you plug somebody else in and the team keeps winning. And so this, that winning mentality, that winning culture that, that, that they created, we heard from the athletes themselves. We went into the recruiting process, which is so important when trying to build that kind of, that kind of team. And, and we talked to the coaches who could give you some like pretty in-depth, an in-depth view of the psychology of the team and, you know, their hopes and expectations for the, the group of women that, that they put together. And so that was, that was a super inspirational episode. And also like, this is the first year that Stu and I really kind of took a stab at sprinters and like talking about, you know, something a little bit further from our, our comfort zone. And so I, I think getting to know the, the 400 and the relay uh, was cool for us as podcast hosts as well. So I'm grouping those four episodes into one and putting them as my number three pick. Yeah, that's fair to group them together. Because yeah, as you mentioned, you know, we kind of seen this bubble of distance running, especially within D3 and just in general too, in the running community and to not even realize what went down on the sprinting side of things within D3 was really eye-opening. I didn't realize, you know, that they won seven straight until uh, we did this series. And so there is a lot more out there that I think we haven't even touched on, which gets me excited to know that we can, you know, go out and do these types of series and there is more out there. Uh, so yeah, I, I enjoyed that pick. All right. Moving to number two. Number two, we're going to go to the second episode in 2021. So this is a while back, uh, episode 27 to be exact, Deborah Cotterin and John Zupons. Yeah. They were the coaching duo at UW Oshkosh. And for someone who's grew up in the Midwest, knew about all of Wisconsin schools, it was really interesting to kind of hear how they built that program up, especially since they both were the rival to two historic programs in division three running. Deb was the biggest rival to SUNY Cortland, which we did a series on in 2020. And John was the big rival to two dominant programs, Calvin and North central. And so just to hear how they were able to balance that out and not get discouraged while they had to face generational talents on both ends and to come away with the title on the same day yeah. uh, as a married couple is you know, really cool. And, uh, you know, hashtag couple goals there, 
but really enjoyed that conversation, especially with how much they love the division three. John wrote an article for us as well and how much time they invest even after they retired, you know, they are the meet directors for the big Oshkosh invite. And with COVID, they've had to cancel two years in a row, which I know is devastating to them, but hopefully next year they're back, bring back the big meet. And I don't know that, that Oshkosh meet has a special place in my heart, just because it's such a fun trip for our team when we took it. And uh, I know a lot of Midwest schools enjoy that as well. And so just hearing from the creators of that meet and what they did for UW Oshkosh was makes it my number two. Yeah, I think this is uh, one of the must listen episodes for any coaches on our audience or anybody who thinks coaching might be for them in the future. These are two hugely inspirational figures and just good people in general. So yeah, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and do that. My number two, this, this is a selfish pick. Um, and so I'm going with Elias Lindgren and Aiden Ryan. I thought you were going to pick yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. I could have picked myself. Well, we haven't gotten to my number one pick yet. <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's true. true. <laughs> this is only number two. Um, yeah. Elias and Aiden, you know, I, I'm not, was it our best episode of the year? Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't really care, but from a personal standpoint, from training with those guys during the COVID layoff to then seeing their six, ultimate success going 2-4 at the NCAA cross-country meet um, recently, it was really cool to watch, to see their transformation kind of from the inside. And it was really fun to watch the race and have two like dogs in the fight. I guess. And so both of them has, have grown hugely as athletes um, and people, I think, over the last year, year and a half. Um, and you can hear that on the podcast, but also I got to kind of see that firsthand. And I'm also really excited to, for what they do in the future. Elias has a lot of running left in division three. Um, and what he did at cross country, I think was, was eye-opening for a lot of people. So yeah, those are two big talents that I think will, you know, obviously their college careers have, and will be really successful, but like, both of them are people I'm eyeing for post-collegiate success as well. And so, yeah, just kind of a personal connection, really fun story for me to follow this year was, was those two. You know, Elias's jump on paper was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking to him before cross-country nationals and he had barely been running. He had an Achilles issue that was bugging him. He was not doing any easy runs. He was only doing parts of workouts and I talked to him, I talked to him like the, a couple of days before the national meet. And he was just like, should I go out and play it safe and score well for the team? Because he wasn't super confident in his training because he'd been barely running or should he just go for it? And I was like, dude, you should just go for it, you know, and tow the red line, see what happens. And, and he finished second, you know, <laughs> like just pure determination, pure competitive spirit um, even against unfavorable odds, it was really cool to see. And for those that listened to that episode, Noah did take credit for their success, uh, both breaking 14. It seems like you are taking, uh, taking credit for their, for his, for both their success as absolutely. well now in the cross country. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm owed 95% of the credit for their success. Um, and I will continue to take credit for that success. So, uh, <laughs> that's what this podcast is really about for me. Moving on to number one, 
Stu just hit pause so we could talk about our number one picks, but we didn't share any information, but I do have a feeling that we picked the same one, which Stu was afraid of. So why don't on three, we both just say the name of the per, of our number one pick. Does that sound okay? Sound, yep. I like it. Okay. Ready? On, on shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Name. Marcus Newsom. Oh, oh sh- I, no, I was telling you how we were going to do it. <laughs> I, I was I was giving you the guidelines, but yes, I also picked Marcus Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I knew that was happening. I was laying uh, out the rules of the game there, Stu. Well, I thought you were. I understood. You know, I've played rock paper scissors before. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> I know, but there, there's also the audience. We had to clue into what was happening. Marcus Newsom is the number one pick of the D3 Glory Days staff. Has to be. I mean, has to be. Listening to just his answers on everything. I was just like, I was just in, in awe. It was kind of like the Alcarius of last year where you're just sitting there and you're just taking in everything that he's saying and can apply it not only to running, but to life in general. And just his story too was, you know, inspiring to me. And Warburg is very lucky to have a coach like that who cares so deeply for each athlete and, you know, setting out his long-term goals of being able to win a men's title and finally accomplishing that and having the opportunity to go up to the D1 level, but turning it down speaks volumes to who he is and what his character is and, and how he is dedicated to Warburg. So I don't know, one of those episodes where it just sticks with you and you find yourself listening again and again, kind of like Al Carius. It seems like the, the coaches always are the ones who have a way with words that stick with us yeah i mean great man incredible career we went through it all we even heard about the you know the last goal he has left in coaching um yeah just a lot to unpack in this episode i mean he's also the diversity issues coordinator at wartburg and i think we that was a pretty timely discussion um that we had on this podcast so if you, if you listen to if you listen to no other division three glory days episode this year or if you if you just missed this one Go back. It's episode 46. Uh, we released it in what, June? Yeah, mid-June of this year. And so that's, uh, it's definitely one you need to hear. Yeah, exactly. I would stop right now, go listen to it, and then come back and finish up this episode because it is our, our favorite. Do you want to do an honorable mention? Yeah, we can do an honorable mention. Let's just do one honorable mention. And maybe if you cheat, you can throw in two honorable mentions into your one. All right. Now the honorable mention awards, since I let off everything, Noah, I'll let you go first with the honorable mention. Yeah. My honorable mention is going to be episode number 35, Charlie Marquardt. Am I saying, am I saying his name right? I never get his name right. Marquardt. 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 Like a basketball court. Charlie Marquardt. There it is. Episode 35, Charlie Marquardt. That's how I'm saying it. That's the final, that's the final edition. Uh, this, this episode came out in April. Charlie was another like really cool example of somebody sticking with it after college with a sub four minute dream. Um, I think we, we were kind of obsessed with like the sub four minute dream on this podcast for a while. And Charlie was really the embodiment of that. He came close a few times, narrow misses, and then ultimately ran 355.9, which makes him third all time um, among Division Three alums. And so that was a really cool episode, just hearing kind of how he 
altered his lifestyle to pursue distance running and ultimately achieved at like a really high level. Um, so, and the, the quote from this episode kind of sticks with me a lot. And I think it applies, you know, to things beyond running as well. And we listed it on the Instagram post, but quote, the entire time I was chasing the dream of being a professional runner, I was actually living the dream. And so in hindsight, he's been able to look back and realize that the, the chase was the dream. And I think that's something that a lot of people lose track of and was probably the most important takeaway of that episode. A little anecdote about Charlie. I was walking my dog to get a donut one Saturday and I'm looking down at my phone, you know, as you do nowadays. And I just hear Stu and I look up and it's Charlie. And I was confused at first because we follow each other on Strava and I know he's in Florida, but he was in town for a, a wedding and just randomly we run into each other on the streets in Chicago. And I was wearing my D3 glory day sweatshirt. Uh-huh. Uh, so fun story. And now I'm running with one of his friends, Ryan, which is pretty cool to, to do. So that was, yeah, I enjoyed Charlie's as well. Um, that quote is inspirational. And I think it kind of ties into what we're trying to show as well in podcasts is that even if you don't have the success you have in college, you can still go chase it after college. And I think the D3 level embodies that more, maybe, maybe than the D1 level. Yeah. I think it just kind of shows that D3 athletes have a longer runway to achieve that post-collegiate success a lot of times, like there's more upside. And so you get more inspirational stories of people really chasing ultimate potential. And Charlie was definitely one of those. My honorable mention will be episode 33, Tori Neubauer. Mm, yeah, Tori set the standard for D3 women's running, setting all of the records basically, and showed that D3 women can go run very fast times and just how competitive she was in not only D3, but she's able to go run D1 and be an all American there was pretty cool, especially since we want to see that happening nowadays, really enjoyed her conversation, how much love and joy she has for UW lacrosse and how committed she is. You know, she mentioned that there's a time where she didn't really go back to the school and now like a peace offering has been made. She's back at UW Cross supporting them, has a meet named after that, after her. So it was just a, a really interesting historical figure in D3 to hear her story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pretty cool. I think last year's Stu and I's lists uh, really overlapped quite a bit. And uh, I think it shows the depth of the podcast this year, this year that we only overlapped once on our number one pick. So that's kind of cool. Um, Stu, maybe putting you on the spot here, but do you have, can you pull up what our top three most downloaded episodes were? Oh, yes. That might be interesting to see how it compares with our, uh, our personal lists. So we'll go three, two, one again. Yeah. So in order, and we won't give numbers out because that's confidential. Chris Chavez owns, owns the rights to those numbers. Yes, Chris Chris knows. But, but they're huge. Just rest assured massive. that the numbers are huge, yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're a brand or a sponsor and you're listening to this, it's massive. Yeah. Uh, so number one, which is kind of surprising because it wasn't- No, number three. Number oh, three. sorry, number three. Marcus Newsom. Okay, number three. So our number one was number three most downloaded. Number two was 
Nebraska Wesleyan part four. So I believe that was Ted Bowling. Okay. Yeah. And the number one episode, which is pretty cool to see how much growth. I mean, those are episodes that was in the summertime. Number mm-hmm. one downloaded was Sean Carlson. Awesome. That yeah. And Sean Carlson, that was a good, inter- that was a really good interview. I mean, we, it deserves a place on our list too, but um, yeah, that's a pretty good. That's a solid top three most downloaded. Yeah. So I think it's, it shows the growth we've seen also too, that we've got an episode that was in September. That is the number one downloaded episode, but you know, when, when you're hot, you're hot and coaches Olympian is a must listen these days. And so the top three were all coaches. Should we just have a, we just go right into coaches episodes only moving forward. Yeah. Those are the only Sorry, ones that matter apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, that is, I think, you know, in terms of like wisdom to take away from episodes, like our coaches interviews are definitely, you know, where you're going to find a lot of that. And if you give it a little bit more time, you know, the current athletes are right there with them. Yeah, for sure. So Okay, well, there you have it. You have Stu and I's top three and I guess your top three as, as listeners. And I think there's some crossover there and, you know, definitely some some episodes to go back and listen to if you missed any of them. Yes, dude, you want to talk a little bit about about where we're we're heading next year in 2022? Yeah, 2022. You know, we're our goal is to get back on that normal weekly schedule. You know, this past month was a nice recharge. We haven't set out too many of them you know, that went live. And so now we're going to have more consistent long form interviews during track. We may throw in a Friday recap episode, but we might stick, we might put all of the coverage on the, on the website. So be more written with some meat recaps and meat previews and kind of quick hits. We know we're not going to get super specialized into meats as there are meats all across the country and in cross country, you know, there was very specific pockets of meats that we could cover with ease because of who we have on staff and what we're able to do. But if there's a meat in the Northeast and there's a meat out West and there's a meat in the Midwest, there's just too many for a track. So we're going to have a lot of that be more on the website. We have some ideas for some more series. Maybe there's going to be two series this year. It's a lot of work to put into a series, so we'll see if we can get two of them out there, but for sure, you can count on one. We have one that we're working with a collaboration on that needs to get finalized, but it should be pretty cool. Yeah, and also, I think it's worth mentioning if you are interested in that, you know, minute-by-minute coverage, uh, the D3 Glory Days Twitter does a really good job of, of covering, you know, notable performances, and I think that'll spill over into track if you know, you want a collection of the best performances of any given track meter weekend. Um, a lot of that stuff will be on, on Twitter in kind of short form format, obviously. Yeah. D3 glory days on Twitter, D3 glory days on Instagram, D3 glory days on Strava. We're going to keep growing the social media, have some more content out for you, but yeah, we don't want to give, give too much away in the shareholders meeting. We want to give you enough for you to be Knowing that we're in the head in the right direction, 42 episodes this year. Can we get to 43? We'll see. Yeah, definitely want to take this opportunity to thank everybody who who listened. We definitely got a lot of new listeners over the course of this year. Thank you guys. You are welcome in this community. We hope you stick around for next year. 
Um, I think, it, yeah, we definitely also want to thank the sponsors of, of some episodes in this year's podcast. That was big for us this year. It was the first time we had corporate backing our episodes and they contributed to the professionalization of, of this podcast. And that went a, a long way in helping us grow. So thank you to the, uh, the companies that put their dollars behind what we're doing here. And there'll be more opportunities uh, for that in the future. If anybody out there is, uh, is listening and wants to, um, you know, link up and get involved with D3 glory days. Um, yeah. So those are a couple of important thank yous, I guess. Thank you to our guests who took, you know, the time to sit down and go down memory lane with us too. I mean, obviously their time is what makes the podcast go. Yeah. 42 episodes. That's plenty of hours that they given up. So yeah, I want to extend that. Thank you as well from myself, because without our listeners, without our guests, without the sponsors, without Noah, without me, I'm thanking myself. Thank you, Stu. Thank, thank me. Thank you. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> we wouldn't be here. So it's been obviously a ton of fun. We're going to continue this. We're bringing back the momentum. I will also note, we're going to have some more custom merch. We might take stuff away from Bonfire and have a little bit more of a limited release. So stay tuned for that as well. All in the works. Yeah, I like that. Exciting stuff. Okay, guys, we'll let you go. I know you have other uh, podcasts to listen to their their yearly roundup. So we're glad you listened to ours too. But um, we'll be back in, in January 2022. Um, back to that weekly format, back with some some great interviews and great content. This has been really fun for Stu and I going into our fourth calendar year, which Ooh. is... Uh, yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty crazy. And honestly, like, I, I'm not sure I looked that far ahead when we first started doing it. So it's uh, pretty cool to think about. So that, yeah, that's all for us on this week of D3 Glory Days. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next year. Here's to the Glory Days.